You ready? Yep. How about you? Yep. Start it up. Coming to you from beautiful East Tennessee and broadcasting from the VRV studios, this is the Big Red Van with Wade, Hayden, and Malcolm. As usual, we start the show with Have You Heard, our segment where we bring up random news, crazy events, and a lot of topics you've probably never heard of. For instance, have you heard about some of the ways people smuggle drugs? Or that Amazon is buying up renewable energy power grids? Or what about some of the crazy stuff that cops experience pulling over weirdos? All of this and a whole lot more. Welcome to episode 26 of the Big Big Red Band. And we're all together again for what we have, episode 26, HYH. Welcome, mm, welcome everybody. Back, Let's do welcome it. Back, welcome back. Yeah, you're here, brother. <laughs> yes, this is going to yeah. be a good one. So, three-pronged approach to an HYH. The Pronged. last, Yeah, I like that word. Uh, it's a good word. Does that make a me a prong? So, <laughs> you're, Yes. Like the, the sharp fork, end like, of a fork, I guess. In my I opinion, know. that sucks. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, there's that too. Everybody, have you heard? Drugs on a plane. Uh, drugs on a plane. Is that a sequel? I, <laughs> like snakes on a plane, but it's drugs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That'd be a terrible sequel. <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, no, a drug gang smuggled more than a hundred kilos of high purity cocaine. Uh, through a Heathrow airport in the UK. So that's in London. Yep. They did it with the help of dirty baggage handlers. So people on the tarmac. Inside. Yeah. Hmm. All right. So suitcases. How how many kilos did you say? A hundred. Woo. Suitcases full of drugs. They were smuggled through Terminal 5 at the airport uh, that had just arrived in from an international flight from Brazil. 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 the uh, National Crime Agency, which is, I guess, is like England's FBI or whatever. Yeah. Uh, they intercepted MI6. six packages of cocaine with a purity of 77%, however good that is. Uh, it ain't like Johnny Depp's from Blow. I know that. <laughs> His was like 90. Oh, okay. So there you go. There's a number to compare it to. Yeah. Uh, and also, Pure Colombian And also coca. a big bag of weed, too. That was Ooh. also in the suitcase. Um, so the corrupt baggage handlers would transfer the bags of drugs from the international flight coming in, and then before it would go inside to go through security again coming in, they would take it off of the conveyor thing and put it on the domestic flight okay. thing coming in, which was not as intensive security scrutiny as the international stuff. Right. And then it would just get literally just put down the chute and go right to the domestic pickup thing. And then the international passenger, that's the carrier, would then just go over to the domestic flight thing, pick up the bag, and walk out. Out of, the of baggage claim? Out hmm. of baggage claim. What balls? And walk out of the airport. Oh my god! That's how that stuff happens, y'all. Sack natural. That yeah. is balls right there. Yeah, and it was just because they knew that it didn't get searched again on domestic flights. It's literally uh, like you see on a movie where they're just picking up a suitcase with a smile on their face, yeah. walking out of the airport, blending in with the crowd. Yeah. That is crazy. But it had so the uh, the street value, I guess, in the UK of cocaine. So if you were buying it in a kilogram, it's thirty thousand dollars. But at the street value, which according to their UK officials is three times the value, I guess once you break it down into little bags and are selling it, 
Oh, they don't sell it at 77% pure. Yeah, yeah they cut it. But cut it, apparently I said it. it triples the value. For sure. At, when you get down to the street level. They have to cut it at so least three times to do they, that. Basically, they brought in $10 million worth of cocaine. Hmm. Is <laughs> the actual street value of the amount of cocaine in this Money. suitcase. I think I'd like me some of that cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you, you don't, don't want, want this shit. <laughs> It makes all your bad feelings turn into good feelings. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so wild bust in the UK. Apparently, they've been doing. They this isn't the only time they've done this too. Like they've busted these people doing this many times. Yeah, that's that old thought that the cartels, like one percent of what they ship through, gets busted. Yeah, you know. So they're like, whatever, a hundred kilos, whatever. We got a few more tons <clears throat> back here. That ain't nothing. Yeah. So, do you happen to see the footage of that uh, Honduran DEA joint? raid that happened in 2012 that there's just been this big hubbub about that the video is recently released i have not so it's basically what you described but it's kind of a little bit a little different i guess so this plane this is something that u.s dea agents were in a joint training with honduran nationals or police to military style training to help them battle the cartels okay so um, <clears throat> there was a question as to a firefight that happened during the whole thing back in 2012, and now this video has finally been made public five years later. So I watched it. It's crazy. So it's a surveillance plane that shows a drug-running plane just land in the middle of a field. And You're talking about surveillance plane as in like CIA plane? At as like in way, way, 50, way. 50,000 feet. Correct, okay. to where it's just infrared, and yeah. you just see bodies. Like yeah. You just see little white things and, you know, infrared. Gotcha. So. This plane lands, plane. plane lands in the middle of a field, and you see like 25 to 30 bodies waiting in the in the field just scattered around. As the plane lands, these bodies rush to the plane and start unloading what was 400 kilos of cocaine, Woo. and they put it into a truck that's waiting for them right there. Mm-hmm. So again, all this is on surveillance plane. Okay. The truck then drives through town and goes to a port where there's like five boats waiting just down there in the motorized canoes that are waiting on mm-hmm. this river. And they start to offload this stuff onto the canoe. So when they get into one of the canoes, that's when you see a helicopter start to swoop in. And when a helicopter comes in, like chaos starts to happen. Like people start to flee and all the drugs that were loaded onto the boat, the boat just gets pushed out into the water. Mm -hmm. So again, you can see all this video. I'm like narrating it for you right now. I'm excited though. So I really want to see it. This canoe (laughs) that's floating out in the water has got drugs on it. Mm -hmm. And then the DEA agents that are coming down from helicopter, two agents and I I think two or three guys were actually able to board this canoe and they were going to start to drive it and steer it back to land with the drugs. Yeah. That's really what they wanted to claim. And the people that ran on it into the jungle, they didn't really, at least from the camera, and they didn't mention in the article on the New York Times, by the way, they uh, they didn't show what they did with the guys that ran into the jungle. Okay, So okay. <clears throat> they can't get the boat back started to drive it back to land. So they're out, and this is two o'clock in the morning, pitch black. Okay, so they're out in the middle of this river, and a water taxi, what claimed to be a water taxi boat, is on the water, starting to come towards them. When that boat, they interviewed the driver, he said that he heard the helicopters, and it freaked him out. So he turned the direction of his boat. Mm-hmm. But when he turned it, it started going directly at the DEA agent's boat. Okay. So literally on the video, you see this boat coming right at this. DEA agent's boat where they just seized some drugs, okay? Okay. And they see a boat coming at them out of nowhere. Right. This boat collides with their canoe, 
and the DEA agents erupt gunfire at the boat. Not knowing what's going on, they just boom, 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 boom. Start shooting at them. Think right. Maybe it's more of these people. Of course. You think, coming. It's, you think it's the dudes that are coming to pick up the canoe. They're coming back to reclaim their drugs. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, wait. There's only three of them over there? Uh-uh. We're going to fight them. So yeah. we're going to go get it. And so the DEA agents shoot. No return fire is seen on the surveillance you know, footage. So that's what they're under fire about is what their explanation was. Their explanation was that there was an exchange of gunfire. And now the video doesn't necessarily show that but anyway watch it it's freaking crazy i don't care if i'm one of those dea agents that's a hero on that boat first of all what he's doing and what he's trained to be doing so any of that shoot first ask questions later in that situation period my personal opinion oh yeah you got a boat coming at you and you're in the middle of cartel country you're firing (laughs) i'm sorry that that guy should not have been driving directly at that boat that's wrong place wrong time i'm Mm. sorry steer your boat better too watch the video it's (laughs) crazy yeah and let's be honest here how many uh civilians do you think the cia has uh killed <laughs> that we don't know about that we don't know about yeah desert everybody have you heard so jeff bezos got some more bezos news Uh-oh. so this isn't really am it is amazon because it's him but they open a massive wind farm in texas really yeah as if they don't well, have enough that's huh. t- i mean uh it was already 25 percent of their energy economy what wind was yeah. did it increase in because of this <clears throat> did oh for in texas mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. not necessarily because he bought it from an existing company so anyway this past weekend he bought his favorite champagne christened his newest purchase which was a 100 turbine wind farm out in the plains of texas so um it's a project known as the amazon wind farm texas purchased from a company called lincoln clean energy so this is what kind of i had no idea and all the things amazon does that we've talked about had no idea this is the 18th wind or solar farm owned by Amazon. He's uh, been in this game, too. Really? <laughs> what doesn't this guy do? What Jeez, doesn't he buy? Man. He's go- anyway. It's going to be Amazon Utility District. <laughs> I told y'all. Wait till they start building houses. Either that or he's already doing it, and I don't know about it yet, that he's already got Amazon neighborhoods. And they're powering mm. them with their wind turbines. They're going to be buying mortgage companies. They're gonna be, you're going to be getting your loans from these dudes. Like it's, Anyway, he's going to own the world. So they have plans to build 35 more wind or solar farms in the coming years, like within the next hmm. three to five years. So every, a lot of these um, huge companies these days, we're talking about Elon Musk a lot. Um, now, Bezos has obviously been in it for a while. I know that Google's head people are. <clears throat> Apple's people are into clean, renewable energy. So they're, they're thinking about the battery-powered cars. They're thinking about all this kind of stuff. So interesting note on this, the U.S. Energy Information Act releases protections, projections excuse me, on energy usage on a biannual basis. Although they're usually way off, the estimates for 2016 were much worse than the past projections. And this is kind of where it gets important. They underestimated U.S. solar power capacity by 4,800%. So Hmm. vastly underestimated the capacity of our solar power, right? Take it a step further when you understand that energy policies and regulations come from those types of numbers. So the things that we make regulation and policy about come from the fact that we are totally underestimating the capacity that we can have from clean and renewable energy. Seems that there are a lot of industries that don't want us to know how realistic a clean and renewable future to our energy truly is. 
And then there are some that really want us to know. Some of these younger companies, and I mean, if world domination comes because of it, then so what? (laughs) Everybody, have you heard? Okay, so mine actually comes from all the way in Canada, um, in Montreal. So this guy... (laughs) What's in a boot? Exactly. (laughs) I believe you pronounce his name, his last name, Moala. Moala? Moala, kind of like koala, except with an M. Oh, gotcha. (laughs) Moala. I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce it. I'm sorry if I'm ruining it. But anyways... He don't care. He's driving down the road, decides to turn up some tunes to the song Everybody Dance Dance Now. Yes. Um, Jock jams, yo. He's loving it. Starts singing along. All of a sudden, blue lights turn on behind him. He's wondering what in the world's going on. So um, he, he slows down a bit so that the car can pass him. I love that so Malcolm always gives these in, like, story form. Yeah, yep. well, you have to. So, <laughs> blue lights turn on. He's not pulling over. He just decides to slow down because he thinks the thinks the Montreal police are trying to get around him. Just past him, yeah. Yeah. No. They decide to turn on their speaker. On the loudspeaker, they go ahead and say, hey, pull over. Pulls over. Four police get out of the car. Four of them. I've never had that issue here in <laughs> Tennessee, but four of them get out of the car and two go on each side of the window and start asking him why he was screaming and of course he tells the police that nah, i wasn't screaming the only thing i was, I was doing getting was, down i was just singing but it wasn't loud i was everybody dance now <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to do yeah but who, like who doesn't start moving when you hear that song yeah. you you are crazy if you don't move at all that was don't track, even like lift a finger that was track one on jock jams like volumes one through 30 <laughs> so, yes like, that's the that's the first song so I'm i like, like to move it move it <laughs> i'm wondering it. what kind of police anyways <laughs> if if i were him i would have started turning on the music so that they would understand why he was singing along and well, they probably would have we gotten into to it too. yeah yeah so no they don't act that way at all instead they find him with what is the equivalent in u.s dollars of 120 dollars for a ticket for the offense of screaming in public. <laughs> wow. That's what he's in trouble for. Oh, screaming sing- in public. Yeah. Yep. Of course he's going to make sure that that doesn't happen and whatnot. He doesn't want to get fined, obviously. I don't think that'll stick, man. If yeah, he I don't to, either. I don't, you know, there's no way. <clears throat> Hilarious, though. Poor guy. What would keep you from asking those police officers, do you not have anything better to do right now? Four of them, apparently. I mean... All Seriously, <laughs> you got nothing better to do right now. <laughs> Sir, like you are that. screaming. Wow, <laughs> no screaming. Did you see? Did you hear what I was listening to? <laughs> what? Well, okay, here's another. You've question. listened to this and not scream. Where did you say this was? Montreal. Montreal is. I mean, I know Montreal is a big city. Was he in the city? I mean, yeah, like the pop. The okay, because like the population density of Canada is so much less than it is here. Like, how could screaming be a law? In a mm. place where it's like your na- your nearest neighbor's three quarters of a mile away on average. There's some archaic crazy laws that are still on the books that you don't know about, though. I mean, one of the craziest ones I will never forget is like spitting on the sidewalk in Alabama is illegal. Oh god. Well, it's probably also a local statute, anyways. But still, I just think that's funny that in Canada you there's a law could... about screaming. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if to they, that song. <laughs> I wonder if they searched him at all and didn't find anything, and then they were finally like, "All right, we got to stick him with something." You were screaming. Get him screaming. Everybody, have you heard? 
Um, so here's my like kind of nerdy one, but pretty cool. And uh, so the United Arab Emirates they plan to establish their own astronaut corps uh, next year. Hmm. Really? Yeah. Uh, so they're seeking to fly its citizens into space, um, but on other nations' vehicles, starting out in the early 2020s. Um, all, all I can't say his name. Almari. I guess that's how you say it. Uh, Allah. He's all, he's the Almari. <laughs> yeah, he's the guy that's the head of the project. Um, he said that the government will formally request applications from astronauts by the end of this year. Um, or by the first first quarter of this uh, following year, uh, 2018. That will be followed by a selection process, and they're going to pick about four or six astronauts that haven't decided officially yet, but it's going to be like a six- to ten-month process of weeding them out because they want to make sure they pick the dudes with the right stuff for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't made any decisions on which rocket program they're going to go through because, like I said, they're not going to building be building their own rockets yet. They're going to be piggybacking like China does with Russia and stuff mm. like that. Now, do they have all of, like, <clears throat> did you get this information or not about their scientists? Like, are they all, like, UAE scientists or are they importing scientists from around the world to run this program for them? Uh, that's a great question. I did not get that answer. I would imagine it's probably their own nation <clears throat> or at least a lot of it is. Right. Um, just because this is like, their, it's their 50th anniversary of being a country. Wait, what country is this? United the United Arab, Arab Emirates. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> or they're, the as a country, I didn't mean to say country, as right. a, a unified group. Yeah. It's their 50th anniversary and they wanted to celebrate it by joining the everybody else that has people in space. Well, and, there's good th- good thing there's no travel ban for space. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good thing. Oh, man. They ain't going on the International Space Station, that's for sure. Yeah, but I, I just would be curious if they... They're probably terrorists. They're, that's what the whole plan is, right? Yeah, they're, they're going to go to Come space on. and be nefarious. Yeah. <laughs> um, but their options that they're going to basically be deciding again uh, for which rockets they're going to take are, of course, SpaceX. Um, there you go. Yeah, Elon Falcon Nine. Elon's getting to put his bid in on that. That's cool. Um, and then China's Shenzhou flights, as well as the Soyuz flights by Russia. <clears throat> so those are the three big ones that they're got a bid war going on. SpaceX will get it. I think you might be right, dude. I think he's got to deal with the devil. <laughs> you know, seriously. I I said on Stop. episode I said on episode twenty four the whole thing about Puerto Rico's power grid. It came yeah. through that he got that he got that. Like, he went in for the bid to redo all of Puerto Rico's power with his batteries, mm-hmm. and he won that bid. Hmm. Um, so another really, Ching. you know, they're also talking about putting people in space. They've got a, a, a little further in the future uh, goal. They also want to um, put a lander on Mars. So they want to use hmm. whoever's got, basically whoever they end up going with the rockets. But they also want to send a rocket mission to Mars and put their own lander on Mars, I I would put the favorite on Elon Musk to win. He's probably a three to one favorite. <laughs> especially the fact that they want to go to Mars. Russia's That's probably already like, what he's working on. I'll like take they, bets. You know, Elon yeah. three to one, Russia seven to one, China twenty to one. <laughs> you know, but uh, the, I was also reading in this article that um, the Shenzhou Chinese rockets they actually are doing a lot of things that are 
performing almost equally as well as SpaceX is. Almost. <laughs> Wait, just, almost doesn't almost. cut it. Yeah. But not when just, it comes to space travel. Yeah, no. But I but I mean like the way their rockets are working, they're gonna they're also working on the reclaimed rocket process as well. Because of course that's the only way to go. Or at yep. least it's the next step, that's for Gotta sure. Gotta be. It's too expensive. Yeah. To just have one use rockets. That's crazy. It's crazy it took this long to think of. Well actually um, I'm pretty sure the Looney Tunes do. Um, <laughs> Very know, true. The uh, what's his he name? can use a paintbrush and make a rock. The Martian dude. Oh, uh, Marvin, wow! Why Marvin the Martian. Marvin yeah. the Martian. You yeah. sound just like yeah. him you when know? you did that. <laughs> but you know, when his ship lands, it's always Elon style. Yeah. So. Where do you think he got his inspiration? Exactly. <laughs> the greats always get it in the cartoons. <laughs> Everybody, have you heard about Lonzo Ball trying to sleep in the bed his daddy made? Well, what do you mean? Think about the bed that Lonzo's daddy has made for him going into his NBA rookie season. Yeah. <clears throat> you want to sleep in that bed? No. Hell no. <laughs> Big Baller Brand had their opening night highlighting Lonzo's new signature shoe, which is a $500 shoe. And mm. it, there's a limited edition that has a floor mirror in it that is $1,000. Please don't buy these no. things ever. <clears throat> uh, and with his rookie debut with the Lakers. So Patrick Beverly had other plans. So for those of you who might be thinking, who? Well, Patrick Beverly, <laughs> formerly of the Houston Rockets, is a multi-time NBA first team all defense. Okay, mm-hmm. And he put it on display from the opening tip. Did I'm you? pretty sure he kept saying on the floor... First, first team. Time, first team. He he wanted everybody to He'd know. He even lift up his finger and say, I'm first, first team. team defense. Yeah. Don't don't be talking about him, about who he is. Yeah. So <clears throat> Lonzo was getting bumped to the ground, grabbed coming off screens, and legitimately harassed all night long by the aforementioned first team defender Beverly. So lather, rinse, repeat. Hmm. This will be Lonzo's entire NBA career. I guarantee. Oh, the whole career. <clears throat> the whole career. Why? You're never like You think never his dad's gonna shut up? Wow. You think LeVar will shut up? Man. Have you heard? Did you hear what he said after this? He was all slamming Beverly, saying the only reason anybody's paying attention to this is because it's Lonzo. So he's still trying to say that Lonzo got the best of it because the only, the only reason anyone mm. cares is because it's about Lonzo. Trash talking yourself is one thing, but having someone else do it for you tends to draw backlash, make you look weak, even more when it's your dad making the noise. Yeah, he really needs to say something to his dad if he hasn't yet. Lamar- apparently, he embraces it. Lavar's claims about how great his son is and the player that he's the players he's called out by name <laughs> that Lonzo's better than hmm. definitely have their sights on the number two in purple and gold. Yeah, it's going to be fun seeing his upcoming matchups for sure. Well, speaking of that, up next is John Wall and the Washington Wizards. Oh, perfect. So I think that happens. <clears throat> that happens Wednesday night. So if you don't know, John Wall is a bad, bad man. <laughs> Bradley Bill's pretty good too. Bad, yeah. bad man. Okay, his teammate Marcin Gortat, which is the center, he tweeted that John Wall will quote torture Lonzo for forty-eight minutes. <laughs> yeah, it could be like that. Torture. This, what a what a very descriptive oh, word. Yeah, torture for a basketball game. That's sports for you. <laughs> But this is going to be every game. Mm. He goes up against an all-star. They are going to be in his ass <laughs> all game. night long. Yeah. 
and he's going to go two for 13 shooting and look like trash. He might end up with nine assists and nine rebounds. That's not what you draft somebody number two overall for. So, oh, I'm not. I am not a fan of Lonzo. If you can't tell, I think you've made that only because of his dad. At least on multiple episodes, (laughs) that's the sad thing. Is I, I, I guess that's where I got to grow up a little bit. Is because it's not him. He's never once said anything. It's just his dad's an asshole. Hmm. So it's almost like. You want people to shut his dad up through Lonzo because they can't shut LeVar up on their own. Mm-hmm. And that's the sad part of it for Lonzo is he's just got to sit there and take it because his dad's an asshole. Yeah. So I guess I need to reflect a little bit and say Lonzo's not the bad one here, but I want John Wall to get him. Everybody have you heard? All right, got another police story for you because those are my favorite of the night. Oh, yeah? So this one has to deal with a man named Kellerman. So Kellerman, story time for you. Kellerman is driving down the road. Down the road. um, But he's going 12 over in the speed limit in Oklahoma. So he's doing a 57 and a 45. Cop pulls him over, gets out of the car, and walks up to the car. But cop obviously... I feel bad for them sometimes because they have no idea what the person may or may not be wearing or what they may or may not be doing when they come up to the car. What's Kellerman doing? Kellerman is in his car sitting, shaking with his hands. Oh, no. (laughs) Just shaking. (laughs) Every part of him is shaking. Yeah. Kellerman is butt naked, only wearing a bikini thong, Mm. but he's covered covered in, in vaseline oh vaseline damn it that was close that <laughs> yeah, was actually really close <laughs> covered in it his hands are are the part that's covered the most um police also happens to notice a pornographic magazine next to him in the passenger seat and a jar of vaseline that is pretty close to empty <laughs> but, pretty close. wow <laughs> yeah pretty close where, where um, in oklahoma I did not get the city on this. <laughs> so I really should have. My though. question is: Is Go what crime did he commit other than speeding? Okay, so public that, indecency with a jar of Vaseline. Actually, that wasn't what they wrote up. They got him for speeding, but um, when Kellerman was asked for his license, he handed over a license that hasn't been. Um, well, it just hasn't been it's um, expired. Yeah, it's expired from 1985. <laughs> Come on, Kellerman. <laughs> pretty, pretty sure this story happened either this week or last week, but yeah, license is from 1985. Aye. So that's a solid, what, 30 years at the least? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so um, he's, been in, he's been in jail for many different things, such as possession of narcotics, um, stealing cars, other burglary incidents, um, domestic assault as well, but... Sounds like a winner. See, at first I, th- I felt bad for Kellerman. Thought maybe it was like, you know, like a, a bad reaction <laughs> to drugs or something. And, well, yeah. You know, but now it's rap sheet. He deserves it. Yeah. What's, what's he out doing in a car? Covered in Vaseline. At, Go do your over thing 12 at home. miles per hour. Yeah. Come on, Kellerman, or set the cruise control. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, have you heard? Because we can't leave. I know you already brought up some Amazon, but I've got a great Amazon. We better be sponsored by them one day. You ready? I swear to God. Well, this is, they're not going to want this one. Some Amazon customers. Hey, you know, any publicity is good publicity. 
Yeah, I huh. mean, especially if you get lucky enough for this to happen to you. Some Amazon customers in Orlando got a surprise when they opened the box of what they ordered, and it also contained 65 pounds of weed. Woo! <laughs> Multiple ones? Uh, so, w- the lady that, that lived there and her fiancé needed to put some things in storage, so they placed an order for uh, a 27-inch gallon, or 27-gallon storage totes. Ordered 27, 27 of them, of the small... Like, couple-gallon totes. Okay. Okay? When the packages arrived, they knew something didn't feel right. The customer said they were really heavy. Like, heavier than you think if you're ordering empty storage bins. Mm -hmm. Like the yoga mat. Right. Exactly like the yoga mat. Yeah. So pills. (laughs) They opened up the boxes, and they were the totes were inside, just as ordered. And then they opened the totes, and inside the totes are cardboard boxes. And they're like, what the devil is in these cardboard boxes? Whoa. They crack open the cardboard box, and as soon as they take the box cutter to it to open it, just the pungent odor came spilling out. And they were Mm. like, oh, my God, these are full of weed. Um, They called the police. Uh, When the officer first got there, the officer was apparently in total disbelief, like, this really just came delivered Mary to your house. <laughs> they don't typically get calls like that. <laughs> so no. this, this officer was just totally dumbfounded. Especially like it came from Amazon. Yeah. Uh, the couple was, they feared someone would be coming for the weed, so they did not stay at home for a little while. Damn right. <laughs> uh, the police, they launched a full investigation. Um, the couple, they actually filed an, a report with Amazon, and this is what they claimed. So, of course. This is their word on this, but they stated that it took them going back and forth with Amazon by email over a month before and before they could even speak to a supervisor. But then they actually they didn't even get to speak to a supervisor. Uh, they eventually got an email with a hundred and fifty dollar <laughs> gift card message, and it just said, "I'm unable to do anything else at this time." Hmm. And that's the there was no. You other. know that's kind of questionable. I don't have personally Amazon, but anyone I've talked to, which is my boss and quite a few other people that do have it, that have had issues with Amazon, they've contacted customer service, and it's been a matter of minutes before they've been helped, not days. Well, I'm or, not talking about like a, I don't know. I guess they were meaning like, what are you going to do about this as far as like us being in danger? Well, I mean, if it's a federal investigation, I'm sure there's something that I'm, I'm just trying to you save know, Amazon's rep here. But I got you. You know, there's it's, if it's an federal investigation, I'm sure there are limited limited things they can do. But I'm just saying, literally, my boss specifically has told me of an instance where she had something something she ordered blah 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 they ended up letting her keep it shipping her what she wanted and giving her something else right so it was just like I guess again they're, they're selling Amazon so it's I was mean I guess their point is that it's like okay you refunded us the money of the totes but that doesn't make me safe again yeah is it's really one of those is what they were most upset about. They didn't even get a direct apology. They just said, "Here's one hundred and fifty dollars. There's nothing else that we can do." Well, at I this mean, time. come on, stop being soft. They got the drugs off of you, right? You don't have them anymore. What oh you, yeah, the what are you worried about? It would, I don't know. I mean, who am I safe? <laughs> I don't have the drugs anymore, but am I safe? I think it would be kind of a questionable thing. I hope that's right. a brand new call out though, or a cop out for people now. Oh, oh, this weed just came in shipment. I, I, I didn't. It's not mine or yeah. anything. Yeah. It, just, it just came in the mail. <laughs> there you go. Just keep it in a brown Amazon box in a yeah, tote put, put inside your garage. 
And and if they what, end, happen to kick your door down, what's uh, that? Oh, this is from UPS or something. No, that's, we, is, we bought this that. This is not mine. I bought that three months ago. It's just been sitting in the garage. <laughs> Wait, let's go open it together. Come on. Let's go open Whoa, it together. Whoa, what's that? <laughs> Everybody, have you heard? So AT&T and Time Warner announced last fall that uh, AT&T was going to buy Time Warner for $86 billion. And they gave themselves a deadline, which was this past Sunday, that came and went. So <clears throat> what do they do? Be two big you know, conglomerates when they come together like this? They just extend a deadline. <laughs> so it was a soft deadline. Um, no big deal. But they announced that they'll extend it for, quote, a short period of time to facilitate obtaining final regulatory approval required to close the merger. So in layman's terms, they're waiting for the U.S. Department of Justice to give them the final approval, right? You know, and instructions on what to do to finish the deal. So uh, the holdup is caused. The holdup is caused by the need for mega deals like this to be run through antitrust regulation. So do you understand the yeah, antitrust yeah, yeah. stuff? So uh, basically, trying to keep away from monopolies yeah, or whatever. Of so it was actually kind of funny this deal itself was loudly protested protested by former white house chief strategist steve bannon who's off into the sunset so <laughs> with his eyebrows uh the, his eyebrows <laughs> yeah the, the fear is that at&t would favor its newly owned video programming over material created created by competitors putting other content creators at an unfair disadvantage and ultimately compromising compromising the experience of the consumer by making prices higher that's basically what happens mm. so um meaning when content creators and distributors live together they hold all the cards and they decide who gets the aces. So yeah. it's just kind of one of those things. Um, Time Warner Holdings includes CNN, HBO, and Warner Brothers Studios. So with AT&T's reach and ability to distribute content, it'll be one of the biggest mergers of our lifetime. Mm-hmm. So, And the AT&T brass and all these people, it's funny, uh, executives at Time Warner like already know what their severance is, hmm. and they're basically got all their stuff packed up, just wondering when to be told their services aren't going to be needed <laughs> anymore. You know, so it's just, and they're obviously waiting. So it's been tried to be shut down at the highest levels of the White House, you know, because the president definitely like does not like CNN. You know, yeah. they're fake news. So <laughs> it's it's one of those things. He doesn't want to see any big positive deal with CNN where they can um, make their reach bigger yeah. with mm-hmm. AT&T. So it's kind of political, but it's also interesting. I remember Time Warner when I lived in Kansas was what Comcast is now. Mm-hmm. Time Warner was my cable, our mm-hmm. broadband connection. When broadband first came out, like around 98, 99, 2000, for you able to have broadband uh, cable in your house, Time Warner was in Kansas and in the Lawrence area and all that. Well, isn't basically Time Warner? I thought was Midwest all the way to the ocean. They, they well, they're a huge chunk of it, you know. And like Comcast is over here on this side, the eastern coast. That's how it was, you know. Comcast is huge now. Comcast has been buying up so many pockets of it. Time Warner has been kind of shrinking more than growing. Mm. With the explosion of television and you know digital television and all that, so um, kind of interesting for me when I saw Time Warner, I was like, oh yeah, I remember hearing about that. AT and T was going to pay about ninety billion dollars to buy them, <laughs> basically wanting Warner Brothers Studios. 
the mm-hmm. movie studios. Think about AT&T having a streaming service where they can exclusively stream all Warner Brothers movies. Yep. Cartoons and all that. The rights to Bugs Bunny and the Looney Tunes we were talking about. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just going to make DirecTV stronger for them and everything. Damn right. Yeah. So AT&T is going to be one of those eight. Everybody, have you heard another police story for Damn, you? Three for three. Nice. Yeah. What are you on, like the police wire over here, getting <laughs> your HYHs? Yeah, they tell me all about it this week. All right. Um, this kid, his name Michael Zadel. This one's really short for you, though. I'm not even sure what Michael did, but he has a couple of outstanding warrants in a city close to Detroit. So Detroit, Detroit. Yeah, Detroit. 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 Yeah. All right. Got it. Sorry, everyone. So, Michael, um, he, I, I can't even remember what name he goes by on Facebook, but it doesn't really matter. So, police has been trying to find him for quite a, quite a while, uh, meaning a couple of weeks. And he decides on Facebook to say how, okay, look, I'm willing to turn myself in if you're able to get uh, over a thousand shares on a Facebook post, um, I'll walk in and turn myself in. I'll also give you a dozen donuts and I will make sure to clean up all the litter around the public schools in in town. So please say, all right, done. So they end up posting it and say, and pretty much tongue in cheek, pretty much say something like, oh, he said donuts. He's going to give us donuts. You know how much we love donuts. And so everyone starts sharing it and whatnot. And, they tell everyone in town to start looking around local donut shops to see if they've found Michael. But Michael walks in 6.30 p.m. Um, into the police department, turns himself in with a dozen donuts and some random bagel he has for them, too. Um, and he's going to be serving at least 39 days. He could have an additional month <laughs> added to it. For being a smart ass. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea what they did. What he did, and I was trying to find another article. It says nothing about what he did. But, um, yeah, simply by just saying on Facebook, all right, if you're able to get a thousand shares on this post, I'll turn myself in. And he turned them in. He's trying to go viral. I guess so, but I don't know what for. Michael's crazy. He's trying to get internet famous, man. Take the 30 days in jail, get internet famous. Damn right, dude. And that's Carson said it too. Back to the Carson episode. We haven't mentioned his name really since he was on, but it's twice tonight. But he said that he didn't get a movie gig because he didn't have enough internet followers. Mm -hmm. So that's Mm. that's what the younger mind's thinking. Let me get my let me get my followers up. (laughs) Everybody, have you heard? I guess I'm the last one, right? No, I got another one. You got another one. I got another one too. Oh, it's the last round, brother. Okay, last round. Here we go. Um, okay, this one's been, I guess, in the news, but I just had to bring it up because it's right up my alley. A Miami politician says that uh, aliens... Florida! Oh, you already know. uh, Took her on a spaceship. This lady is now running for Congress. Yes. Hold on. So she's a legit experiencer. Okay, this... (laughs) Florida has a U.S. senator who once flew aboard a space shuttle, uh... Uh, Senator Bill Nelson, he served... So you said spaceship. You didn't say space shuttle. Just hold on. I'm okay. making a point here. <laughs> <laughs> Senator Bill Nelson, he served as a payload officer aboard the space shuttle Columbia in 1986. Mm-hmm. 
But all seven people aboard were from Earth, as far as we know. As far as we know. Earth. However, a congressional candidate from Miami can go one better. Bettina Rodriguez Aguilera yes. says she's been aboard a spaceship, too. Say that five times fast. But this one was crewed by aliens, as in extraterrestrials. Yes. Huh? And me, Mickey! <laughs> uh, according, according to her, uh, three blonde, big-bodied beings, two females and one male. Big-bodied. Big-bodied. I don't even know what that means. Like, big-bodied, like fat, just big. Well, how's she built? She just looks like normal person, like normal size. Yeah, small bodied. So she's small bodied. She looks like a Latino grandmother. Okay, so like four foot nine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not, yeah. Uh, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I mean, what am I supposed to say? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, Ask Danny. <laughs> guarantee it. But uh, they, she thinks that they visited her home when she was seven years old and have been communicating with her telepathically for throughout her entire life. Yeah. What have they been telling her? Uh, Run for Congress? I'm going to tell you in a second what they tell oh, her. Oh, please it's do. It's great. Yes. Uh, Aguilera, who is, she's 59 years old. Uh, she's a Republican who is running, for, uh, running to replace the retiring Miami Republican uh, uh, Liana Rosalithan. God, I can't say that name. Reca- but... Um, <laughs> but she's famous basically she's internet famous because back in 2009 she was on TV just like spilling her guts out about all of this alien stuff like okay. in great detail um she's quoted as saying um she went in and there were some round seats and there was quartz rocks that controlled the ship not like airplanes that was so she was saying there was all these like quartz looking controls and weird fancy stuff um so she had access to the control room I guess so. Okay. Um, but she said that the alien beings reminded her of the statue in Rio de Janeiro, the Christ the Redeemer. That's like what they look like. To they were her. big. Oh, big that's body. What she meant by I guess big that's body. what she Giants. meant by big bodied. Okay. Um, but here's what some of the things that the aliens informed she said, her of. You said big bodied and blonde, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. But also like, like Aryan Jesus. aliens. <laughs> But also like so, a giant statue of Jesus. So yeah. three Jesuses. <laughs> and a lady. And a lady. Um, uh, the aliens informed her that there are 30,000 skulls from dif- that are different from humans in a cave in the Mediterranean island of Malta. Meaning, I guess, alien skulls. Okay. Apparently there's a stockpile and she knows that it's there. Uh, the world's energy center is Africa. That's also, I guess, a fact that they told her. The Coral Castle, which is a uh, limestone tourist attraction, tourist attraction in South Miami, is actually an ancient Egyptian pyramid. That's also a fact. Oh, it just uh, floated over here this way when it all broke apart. Yeah, I guess so. Okay, um, it's made of coral, so it's kind of hard that the <laughs> for the, for the Egyptians to build it. Um, but and also that God is not actually a god, but just universal energy. And the aliens and told her that. Oh, the aliens told her oh, that. Oh, okay. Makes sense. Yeah. She, uh... So I don't think that aliens would speak of a god, to be honest with you. <laughs> she she also said that the telepathically the aliens gave her um, mention to ISIS. 
that uh oh but she didn't know specific yeah <laughs> she she says she was not sure if they meant the terrorist organization or the ancient egyptian goddess but that they spoke isis to her huh telepathically oh my god before that all that all right know, before so ISIS came two back. questions for you what drug is she on and does it come in a tote shipped by Amazon? <laughs> oh man! Um, well, all how I does can... someone like that get like voted through to where she is already? Uh, you said she did no, that no, no, interview. No, she's and running. She... She's running. She's not ever took, took okay. office. Okay, she's she, not running on a post trying, though, right? No, well, I, I'm I'm sure there's a Democrat. It's Miami. I'm sure there's a Democrat running too, but. Uh, you'd be surprised. There's got to be another Republican running. <laughs> Somebody, yeah. But no, she's the the lady sitting is retiring, and uh, Elena right. is retiring, and she's going for her seat. But I'm telling you, if I lived in Miami, I'd vote for her. You believe her? <laughs> not, just for just for not fun? A chance? Not at. I mean, you all. would get more quotes out of her later. That is on. like so not even consistent with any other type of story that people have told about aliens in the past. Ever. Big bodied blonde. I don't even male know, female. Like you can't tell them apart. Grays, whites, and reptiles. Miami. Goodness. No. They're shapeshifters. Everybody, have you heard? That scientists have created a gadget that makes food float in midair. Now that's even crazier. Wait, no, I'm kidding. So, I thought you would like this a lot. Food float. Yeah. Lay it on me. I'll lay it on you. Silverware is about to be a thing of the past as we rush full speed into a Jetsons-like future. Do you remember the cartoon, The Jetsons? Well, of course I do. You? Yeah. So... Yeah, that, that cartoon was amazing, dun, by the way. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, wait, no. That's the wrong music. It's close, though. Close enough. <laughs> I don't know any of their names. Uh, Elroy's Elroy. the dog. Elroy Jetson. Yeah. It's uh, Elroy. Judy is the wife. His yeah. wife, Judy. Yeah. Uh, here's George Jetson. Yeah. 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 Damn. What's his kids' names? Oh, man. Their dog, Elroy. Yeah. <laughs> I just Meet remember. the Jetsons. Yeah. All right. So at the university, but they're zipping around in tubes and shit. Yes, that's yes. what you're doing. Aren't yeah, you? like food getting tossed into their mouth. Go back and watch a Jetsons episode. Shit pops out, comes right into their mouth. Okay, hmm. it's true. Right. It's true. So University of Sussex again, another group yeah. of smart people getting their watching cartoons inspiration <laughs> from cartoons. All right, everybody, take a minute. Uh, we're going to watch uh, a little bit of Looney Tunes real fast. No, well, I mean, this is... This... Everybody knows that cell phones came from Star Trek, too, right? But this furthers my belief, now that I'm a parent, that God, I really wish that you could harbor or harness... The imagination? The imagination mm-hmm. of a child. If, you, ima- if that was something that you could like put in a bottle and then like squeeze onto some piece of artwork <laughs> that you needed at any one moment, or put it into a pill that you could take to have imagination because that's the kind of shit that makes things great. So this is what I'm about to talk about. University of Sussex, a group of scientists have successfully tuned high-frequency sound waves to make your food float. Hmm. Okay? So food experts have found through this that floating food actually tastes sweeter. So those who were guinea pigs and ate the food by testing, testing, at the testing... By sticking their tongues out to catch drop, droplets of liquid or crumbs, stated that bitter foods became much less bitter. 
Hmm. As opposed to you inserting it into your mouth. I wonder if that was also a psychological effect of this is so badass that this food's floating in front of me. I'm going to love it. It's going to taste so much better. Yeah. (laughs) But even more, they can make food pairings float in order. So, for instance, a piece of cheese followed by a droplet of red wine. This is probably also micro amounts. Pea-sized. Yeah. As of now, only pea-sized blobs. And it's $5 a glob. Are able to levitate. (laughs) And scientists from the University of Sussex collaborated with the University of Bristol to create their contactless food system known as Tasty Floats. They could have come up with a better name. Tasty Floats. So they hope this machine will allow Hover meals... That's a good one. Hover meals. Uh, come on now. Like, put me on the marketing team. Let's go. Yeah, hover meals. Mm. I like that a lot. That's probably their competitor. <laughs> so that's th- that's our next venture. Hover meals. All right, done. Yeah. Hover meals and online returns. We're coming after them with hover meals. Yep. Yeah. They hope this machine will allow chefs to offer customers quote new culinary experiences. So if a chef could do this to you at a restaurant with something that they cook up really quick want to try here just try some droplets of it like benny honey style like throwing shrimp at you like, like free tastings of stuff oh i got you you know what i mean of just droplets of it or whatever like oh you want to know what that wine tastes like let me let me throw a droplet of the sample into your mouth mm-hmm. mm. all you gotta do, open your mouth <laughs> open your mouth and so, stick out your tongue stick out your tongue oh stop and they they see it uh, they actually see it used possibly in like the gaming world, virtual reality, and in movies, of course. Hmm. So they don't have any big contracts as of yet because of the they're only able to levitate. So you said about VR, a- mm-hmm. as in you're going to be able to like, essentially you could have the environment of sitting in a five star fancy restaurant and you could be getting fancy food samples, but you could be sitting in your living room. Yes. That's hmm. That's VR for you. Dude, the whatever you would call it, 5D and 6D and 7D entertainment things I've seen, like where there's like wind blowing in the theater and rain that rains on you and smells that actually come out, like mm-hmm. where it's like a for, for real environment and stuff like that. Like, that's just, dude, that's good. This stuff's going to get crazy. Yeah. For me, that might be a little too much sensory overload. Like a skunk comes up on the screen, and you're like, like, oh, or like a terrible smell. Running through the jungle or something, and you're sitting in your seat getting splashed with water in the face or slapped with a leaf. (laughs) Yeah, I think it it was uh, Disney World. We went to a show like that. Yeah. And there's like the critters that run under your seat in one of the things, and it's tough to be a bug. Yeah. And they like hit you in the back of the legs. I was like, oh my God. Like, but just all that little sensory stuff added into the mix. It's getting crazy. Man. It is, man. But who knows where this is going to go? But they legitimately have food floating. Everybody, have you heard? All right, so no police for my last one. Sorry, folks. <clears throat> but I was happy. So give them a break to find out Sunday night that Justin Timberlake will be doing the halftime show. Oh, for sure, man. For twenty eighteen, the NFL needed that. I, yes, I do agree. Um, Justin Timberlake. If you don't know, you actually no. Everyone knows. You know. In 2016, you know. Um, he had his hit single "Can't." What is the title? Can't, Can't stop, stop the, the feeling. feeling. Yeah, trolls, from the movie baby. Trolls. Yeah, ended up being the number one seller that year, selling over 2.5 million copies. 
Um, Unbelievable. Yeah, and his album in 2014, um, the 2020 experience, ended up being number one. And then his part two of that album um, later on that same year ended up being number one also Very on the strong. Billboard 200. Very so, strong. You know, I wonder if that song <clears throat> so got, a, got, a, got a big boost. Of course, because that movie. But I wonder how many like people driving around their car and their kids want to hear that song so they bought it on iTunes. Mm. Or I guess it's iTunes Music now. But Who cares? That's kind yeah. of part of it. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. No, it's, it's... But he also plays the voice of Branch the Troll in the mm-hmm. movie. So it's oh, like, I know, you but know, I, an endorsement. I just meant but like the fact that it wasn't just JT fans. It was all of a sudden now there's a million children that love that movie and that Crossover song. Crossover and the, the video. Yeah. And the, exactly. just the video of JT and people around the world dancing online. That's and, what my kids love the most yeah. is that video. I mean, obviously they love trolls. Don't get me wrong, you know, but they love that video of all the people dancing and at the end where it's JT and the wind machine. Hmm. Like that's the, my Macy's favorite part of the whole video. Hmm. Yeah, that it definitely reminded me of when Pharrell Williams came out with Happy. Yeah, and oh, did yeah. that. It kind of had the same vibe to it. It's not as repetitive as Happy, but. Still the same fun feeling with a lot of people. Children to a full adult. Yeah, for it was, sure. It made everybody get up and move. Yeah. Um, this is the first time Justin Timberlake will be performing for halftime since 2004 is what people the like to call slip. the nipplegate. Yep. <laughs> um, but the planned accident. Yeah. They totally I, it planned, was it. planned Of course 100% it was planned. planned. No, yeah. but you know, they tried to pull it off like, oh, we didn't know that wasn't part of the plan. Her shirt was ripped. I know. <laughs> I just, I just remember like back when that happened. Like they were like trying to play it off. Like, oh no, it wasn't really. So that was two thousand four, right? You said yeah. that. So well, there's now this hashtag that's really popular as of last night called Justice for Jackson or Justice for Jan. I can't remember which one it is because they are not okay with Justin Timberlake getting to perform again for the um, halftime show, even though they had a. Um, "Quote unquote war, wardro, wardrobe blah malfunction in 2004." Do they think that Janet Jackson is still as talented as Justin Timberlake? <laughs> Otherwise, they'd invited her ass too. Well, let's have that, a reunion yeah. show, but she don't put it down no. like she used to put it down. And JT is one of the biggest stars in the world right now. Yeah. I would the like NFL to see needed that. Oh, for sure. And I would like to see a minute or two of In Sync brought out, but we'll you see. know he will. But who who's who's with him though? Do they announce just anybody him. else? They won't no, announce just anybody him. else. It'll yeah. be you mean like like the year when it was supposed to be the uh, uh, what was it Lenny Kravitz and all that, and then he comes out and all he does is sing with uh, Katy Perry mm-hmm. on her song and doesn't even like he does like a guitar solo. And oh he's yeah, gone. it was supposed to be the the Lenny Kravitz featuring and, Katy Perry. Yeah, yeah. and it, I was like, what the hell? Yeah, are you serious? Like that's it. <laughs> You're done? Yeah. Okay. See it. But then Missy Elliott came out, and it was just like... Then it got funky. Then it was like, oh, okay, it's fine now. Yeah. I can I, oh, can, I, can, I can turn it back up. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Dude, I, I actually did get a little like, holy shit, when, when Missy Elliott came out for that show. Dude, I was like, okay, they surprised me. That was good. Like, whoa, she don't look like she used to. <laughs> she flipped that thing down, flipped it and reversed it. Damn right. <laughs> Put it's that thing you Yeah. Yeah. I can't even say it. <laughs> uh, Is it worth down, it? it? Let me work it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody loves that song. There's no nobody doesn't like that song. I like that song, and I'm a 
not that kind of <laughs> I'm all right. Is... I'm all right with that song. I'm all right with it. <laughs> You're all right. It'll pass. I'm excited for this year's, though. Anything else about JT, man? I can't believe we don't really bring him up more often. That dude is amazing. Yeah. Incredibly talented. He's one of those, you know, triple threat people. Mm-hmm. Actor, singer. Uh, God, what's the third one? Dancer. Dancer. Yeah, actor, mm-hmm. singer, dancer. So, sorry, Drew Blank. <laughs> Had my, my man crush going He's a on. triple threat. He's a triple threat. Yeah. He's oh. a comedian, too. He's, he's a quadruple threat. Funny. He's just him super on SNL individual. is priceless. So all the time. I love him anytime he's with Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, that's what, he, that's what I hope he comes yeah. out for the halftime <laughs> show. <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah, that'd be good. Just for a little and bit. They did something. Or Sandberg came out and they did a little dick in the box. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. If he a, comes a out with a quick Lonely Island with oh, a quick mercy. costume change and does a. 20 second clip of dick in the box and then rips it <laughs> off and is into a different song because you know that's how they go you know it's like a montage of seven or eight Correct. songs and whatever mm. and they usually snippets if they if jt if sandberg comes out and they throw down a dick in the box for 10 seconds I, people are gonna lose it yeah that would be on both sides There's, you're gonna have your people that are super offended by it <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have your people that are dying laughing thinking it's exactly the resurgence and ratings they need <laughs> So, do anything to offend people. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for the almost hour HYH episode 26. This has been a lot of fun. I think uh, Hayden has something to say really fast, though. Yeah, so uh, I think I mentioned it before, but they they updated iTunes, and you get uh, it's so easy to write reviews now. So, when you see us on your, you know, your shows you know that's how it's listed you've told them how to do it by you know Mm -hmm. i'm telling them again okay uh (laughs) fair so whenever you click on the big red van in your shows option of your podcast app you just uh i just don't want them to think i feel like i'm taking crazy pills you scroll all the way to the bottom (laughs) and there's just when you get all the way down there there's this big button that says write a review and then there's five stars and if you click that fifth star... The fifth one. The fifth one. There's one, two, three, four, five. One, it's two, three, four, right. fifth, fifth. I plead the fifth. And write something nice. One, two, three, four, What fifth. do we do with it, Wade? What do we do with it? We read it on air. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we've done up to this point. We've given shout-outs to... Um, this is from memory. Green. Michael Green means go. Yep. Man about a horse. And Jernzen. Whoever man about a horse is. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one, though. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, we'll, we'll read them. Not in the dark with greased palms. And, and you know what's um, surprising? What was that guy's name? Kellerman? We're, we're not mm. taking Kellerman to come read our <laughs> reviews with the Vaseline. You know what's also surprising? What? Is, it doesn't take that many reviews, actually, to get yourself up in the iTunes charts. I know. Really? The, the, the few, you know, every little one helps. So don't think that just you're like, oh, they want to get a few. Dude, there's ones in the top charts that have like nine reviews. Correct. That's a real thing. Like, as long as we get some five-star reviews, it really helps us out. So for all those people that are searching for a new podcast and they happen to just look at the top charts and we're in the top 100 for our section, like that actually gets us listeners. Well, there are some in the top 20 like of iTunes podcasts that are like suggested related to our show. So it, it does help. Yeah. So if there were people that gave us some reviews and we came up as a suggested related because we had so many reviews, then we'd be able to get... People that are listeners that we well, would we never contact. Have lots of list- I mean, we already have lots of listeners from all over the place. So, I mean, I know we have all of our friends and family and stuff that listen to this show, but 
You'd be surprised how many people we have that are out there that's actually listening to our show. It's kind of mm-hmm. crazy. I know. It's what makes me feel but, fired up to keep doing this, yeah. man. It's like if that can get bigger, like, wow. You know? So anyway, started out as us just kind of chatting and now we're asking for five-star reviews to add to that so we can, you know, grow this thing. So anyway, thank you everybody for joining us for this. This, this is always a ton of fun. Again, super glad to have you back in the studio, Big. Back. So this has been great. We hope that you liked it. Hope everyone has a great week, and we're going to catch you on the next one.